Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions round the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore all the different avenues of the great Disney universe. This week we've got a full house again. Everybody is here. So I'm going to go through a roll call so everybody recognizes our voices again, because it's been a while since we've put out an episode and also since we've all been together. So tonight we have Milford. Hello. We have Crystal. Hey, you all. And Adrian. Hello. And Mel. Hey. And Miss Jessica. Hi, everybody. Okay, so this week, kind of got a mishmash of stuff as well. Um, it's been a couple weeks now since the storms came through the Florida area and up through the, I don't know, <laughs> wherever it ended up in the Tennessee or somewhere. And I know... Every place. Yeah, everywhere else, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one kind of drug on for a while. Uh, so I know for, for many locals, it was uh, there were some that did okay, and there were some that did have quite a bit of damage and things of that nature. So as for our own Miss Crystal, who is a local, uh, she decided it would be safer to hunker down and bring her family to Disney property and stay at one of the resorts, which I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing as well, because, you know, those things are built to the hills and and probably aren't going anywhere without, you know, a, without putting up a bigger fight than, you know, your your house or anything else. So, um, and she was also supposed to be supposed to go on a cruise as well that week, which obviously got canceled and, and rescheduled. So uh, just kind of going to chat about that process and how that works and when it gets rescheduled for and what other options you have, I guess, and uh, kind of what the ships do what protocol is for because obviously they couldn't sail through any of those waters in that whole eastern or western caribbean which is which is kind of their bread and butter so uh so how was it crystal (laughs) (laughs) well yeah we were pretty disappointed initially that the cruise was canceled um but you know disney was was quite amazing so we were supposed to jump on the cruise ship on september 11th which is the monday um that basically irma cleared the orlando area so it was late well early sunday morning is when the eye came through orlando so um unfortunately the cruise was canceled however for us um we were happier just to be at home instead of dealing with the chaos of trying to jump on a cruise ship after 
you know, seeing if there's damage at the house or dealing with um, sandbags and all those things on property. So, um, and it, it really, you know, Disney was quite amazing with the entire experience of canceling the cruise. So we had nine people going on the cruise with us and um, they, they were good about canceling early. So we found out, I think, on the Tuesday or Wednesday before that they were going to cancel it. And all of the air um, airfare was also um, returned for all of our family members. So we had folks coming in from Atlanta, Kentucky, Chicago, and California. So everyone got wow. a full refund on their flights as well as on the cruise. So wow, Disney nice. just sent us a, yeah, they sent us an email that said they would provide a full refund. Um, and I think it took about 10 to 14 business days for all of our deposits to be returned to us. And then they also are giving us 25% off of our next cruise. So it's actually turned out to be pretty great. Yeah, really. <laughs> we got a discounted I'll cruise. I'll take it. Yeah, so we were, yeah. we were really thrilled about it. So we did rebook our cruise. Um, and for the run, like the runner in me, I'm super excited. So I'm signed up to do Dopey, and I booked the cruise for January 8th. So now I can do Dopey and then get on the cruise ship, run the Castaway 5K, and get the special Castaway Challenge medal. Nice. So nice. It's kind oh. of great. <laughs> Hopefully I can walk still, but I'll be able to at least like book a massage exactly so all of our family is actually going to come with us and we we picked up two additional uh, members of the family who are going to run the marathon with me and then go on the cruise ship with us so um we're, we're actually really really excited um the only the only disappointing part i think about the cruise being canceled was fish extender gifts so i had everything all ready to go and um thankfully didn't do too much personalization for the guests that we were going to be exchanging with so most of the things I can um, repurpose, but I, I did end up meeting one of the girls who's supposed to be on the cruise with us at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and she gave us our goodie bags. So that was kind of neat to look at the opportunity to meet her. So um, other than that, it was good. I mean, I'm grateful that we weren't out on the water or trying to manage flights in and out or, or you know, I'm glad Disney did the right thing and let us know ahead of time so that I didn't have nine people at my house without electricity because that would have been miserable. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, that would have stunk. Hmm. But I, I'm not sure. So are the cruise lines back up and running now? Are they hitting the islands? Do you guys know what the, the status is? They are yeah. hitting some islands, but not all. <laughs> all of them, right. Yeah. So of late... Uh, the transatlantic cruise coming back from Europe has actually been diverted because, you know, we not only had Irma, we had o Jose and we also had Maria. Maria. So due to Jose, they actually delayed their crossing uh, and they're not going to St. John. They're going to go straight to New York. They're going to have like four days at sea, which just sounds amazing to me, actually. But, <laughs> I'd be fine uh, with that, too. You know, I, I, I'm fine with hanging on the boat. Oh, uh, yeah. But that was uh, that change, and they're actually going to get into uh, New they're York. actually going to New York tomorrow. So mm -hmm. at, at day early. 5 a.m. Right. Uh, so along with all that, uh, Disney actually had to change some of their itineraries. Of course, you know, they canceled uh, the cruises on the Dream Cancel on the 8th and the 11th. That was the four-day and the three-day. They canceled the Fantasy uh, September 9th cruise, which I had friends that were supposed to go on that cruise, and they were completely bummed because they were already an hour from Disney when they canceled it, which 
Wow. Don't go. Don't get me started on that one. I told him <laughs> to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and pretty much, you know, during this whole time, you know, they got back to Port Canaveral. Both ships were in Port Canaveral the same day and disembarked people two days early than normal. Uh, the Fantasy came in, I believe it was Thursday, and the Dream came back in on Thursday. And they were actually both almost in port at the same time. The Dream was leaving as the Fantasy was coming in, or maybe that was vice versa. Um, they basically got everybody off the boat, buttoned down the ships, got supplies back on, and they took off down to the uh, that basin down around Mexico to hang out and probably did training for cast members and things and ship maintenance while they were out. So they got to hang out for a week pretty much down there without any passengers. Woohoo! Crew party. (laughs) (laughs) So they hung out down in the Yucatan Basin, which is just right there around that Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. So... Now, there are some changes still to the cruises. Uh, they're currently not going to St. Martin. Uh, let's see. trying to find it here. Uh, they changed the September 23rd cruise and the October 7th Eastern Caribbeans have been modified to be in Western Caribbean cruises. So they're going to Cozumel, Georgetown, Falmouth instead of, I believe it was St. Thomas and... That'll help me out. I don't remember all the ports of calls on the Eastern. Tortola, St. Thomas, St. John. St. Thomas, St. Mm-hmm. John, yeah. And so. Falmouth, Jamaica is sometimes on that one as well. Yeah. So that's pretty much what happened with the Disney cruises. Uh, and as you were saying, you know, they, they were really good. They, let, they canceled people's cruises for them, refunded their money 100%, including airlines. Uh, and gave them 25% to book pretty much whenever. Right. Yeah, there weren't any blackout dates or anything with us trying to um, reschedule the cruise. They just gave us a window a window to reschedule within. So we had to wait a little while for that. But otherwise, it, um, you know, and that was really just to wait till our refund came through. And then we yeah. were able to go back in and, and reschedule from there. So it, it was really easy. I was very pleased with the, the customer service level and everything. Yeah, though it got a little hairy for those two days because, you know, Disney Cruise Line pretty much completely closed their offices for two days. Right. Because because of the hurricane coming into Central Florida. So uh, you had to really, you had to have been booked with an agent and hope that they knew what was going on or you had uh, really good communication with Disney. So Yeah, I, we heard more from like our Disney Facebook Fish Extender page. Is where we heard that it got canceled first, and then we later got an email from our agent. But that was (laughs) the initial communication came through social media. Right. (laughs) I think it pretty much does for everything nowadays. I know. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So how was so how was it on property besides the cruise stuff? You know, during during the whole thing. Okay, so just to kind of back up here a little bit. So the first thing I just want to start off by saying is like. You know, we had a really great experience with Disney and staying on property. Um, I'm 
extremely grateful that everything here in Orlando for us in particular um, turned out okay. But I mean, thoughts and prayers are out there for everyone who's been affected, um, in particular South Florida and the Keys. I mean, it's, it's awful. And then now with Puerto Rico. So um, as we kind of talk about this, you know, these are minor things compared to what other people are going through. So, you know, it was we, we had a great time and a great experience. And Disney's always the best with everything. Um, that's why we kind of went there. But it's, um, you know, having a cruise canceled. I was like, I can't even complain because we have a house and we're safe. And oh, it, no doubt. It just yeah. I really it was just. I was just happy that we were together as a family and, and you know, that we weren't out on a cruise ship terrified. So, <laughs> um, but in general, um, we decided to stay. So the reason we decided to stay here in Orlando, um, so Monday was Labor Day and we started going out and buying supplies um, for the hurricane. So I'm originally from the Midwest. This was really my second hurricane. We left for Matthew, um, which didn't really turn out to be much, thankfully. Um, but this one we knew was serious. Um, so on Monday, we went out and bought supplies. Um, by Tuesday, we picked up sandbags and we were probably purchasing the last layer of sandbags from Home Depot. And there was like mass hysteria already at Home Depot. So we couldn't buy a generator. We couldn't buy plywood by Tuesday. Um, and the storm wasn't wow. coming until Monday morning. So at that point, we went out and tried to buy gas cans. And all we found was a two and a half gallon gas can. Um, and, that, and that was it. So we had, we filled up our cars. Um, we filled up the fuel in the gas can and we were talking about buying a generator, but at that point we couldn't find one and we didn't have fuel even if we wanted it. Um, so that was really the driving factor on why we didn't leave the area. So a lot of people couldn't believe that we stayed. They didn't understand why we didn't just get out and for, like head for safety, head for Atlanta. And really the biggest issue was the storm was heading to Atlanta. Um, so even if we got out and got on the road, if we got stranded somewhere, we were going to end up in a motel or somewhere on the side of the road, potentially with no gas, no power, no food. So for us, we felt like the safest thing was to stay here in somewhere that we, we knew we were going to be able to control the environment a little bit better. Um, the reason we didn't stay at our house was more just because we knew we weren't going to have power. So we approached the storm thinking we're probably not going to have power for four or five days. Um, we were only without power for about a day and a half, so it wasn't too terribly bad. Um, and we had taken a lot of precautions here at the house and iced the freezer down and, and did a bunch of things to, to make sure our house stayed okay. Um, and we did put sandbags down behind the back of the house because we, we have a, a pond behind us, so we thought maybe we'd get some flooding. But in general, we just felt like we would be better off with our young son to be on property somewhere where we were going to have power, food, and water. Um, so we bought plenty of food. We bought plenty of water. Um, we were pretty much good to go on all that stuff. But for us, we just wanted to be somewhere that we knew we would have power for a few days. Um, so that was really why we ended up at Animal Kingdom. And then we had all this money from the cruise that we came back. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'd already taken the time off of work. So I was like, well, I might as well go on vacation. Um, <laughs> so we picked Animal Kingdom Lodge. And this is funny. It's interesting to think to yourself. So if I had to pick a hotel to, you know, hang out at a, for a hurricane, which one would you choose? And the way we ended up with the Animal Kingdom Lodge was everything is inside. So you can walk from your hotel to the lobby and get food and without ever going outside. And they have covered parking. So yes. <laughs> that was our only motivation. Excellent thinking. That is a good uh, yeah, that is. So that's, that's how we ended up there. And thankfully we booked, um, like we booked on Tuesday or Wednesday, um, and we booked pretty early. So when we got there, we had um, we had our room for 
um, checking in on Saturday and checking out on Monday. And we had to do that because the curfew that started on Sunday. Um, so there was a curfew that started around six o'clock and then we were planning on staying. So we were, we had a, a room checking us out on Monday. And then when we got there, we added two additional days to stay till Wednesday, but because they were two different hotel stays, we were able to cancel our second hotel stay with like no questions asked. And we just stayed um, they let us stay on property until about eight o'clock that night because there was a curfew on Monday night till seven o'clock at night. So we couldn't even leave Disney. Like there was a police officer sitting outside of the hotel. So we were not allowed to leave Disney property due to the curfew. Wow. Um, mm. So we stayed Saturday to Monday night um, and we didn't get any discounted room rates or I, and I didn't really hear, I heard on social media, some people were getting free rooms and stuff, but Nothing like that happened for us. So, and we didn't ask even. So, yeah, yeah, for yeah. us, we went there because we thought it was going to be safer. So, we weren't trying to get a discounted room. But in general, um, it, we just had a really amazing experience. Every cast member who was there, they came in on Saturday and they were there until Wednesday. So, the Ride It Out crew was Saturday to Wednesday. And wow. the reason they had it set up that way was because of curfews. So, mm. everybody we talked to, they were already in position on Saturday. So, there was a crew that slept in um, Be Our Guest at Magic Kingdom. And then after, so that way they could help start cleaning up Magic Kingdom and not um, get pulled over because of the curfew. So oh, wow. there was a crew at each of the parks that slept there. And um, all of the Animal Kingdom Lodge cast members also slept on property. So they have a convention center or they, um, so I heard they had some um, some beds set up in the convention center. And then they also gave the cast members rooms. So every cast member we talked about was thrilled to be there. They were yeah. making money while they were sleeping because they were just getting paid for the entire time, whether they were awake or asleep. And they got to stay in the rooms. So... Wow. Everyone was awesome. extremely kind. All of the cast members were amazing. So we actually took a bunch of our fish extender gifts that we weren't able to give out. And we gave those to our cast members. And we're just like walking around and saying thank you and giving them presents. Because, you know, they were giving of themselves to come and, and, and help us out um, during that time. So um, overall, the cast member experience, like we did not have any issues. Everyone was so amazing um from i mean the people the the lifeguards i mean they were out at the pool until i mean i think sunday afternoon you could get in the pool so <laughs> like everything was normal they had you would never have known anything was even happening until like sunday evening when the curfew kicked in then that's when you could start seeing some changes so just in regards to the actual property um you know there was a sign in the lobby that talked about the curfew and that a hurricane was coming. And outside of that, there really wasn't anything else. It just said, you know, we'll provide updates as needed. And to reference um, the TV in your room for updates on whether or not you need to stay in your room. Um, yeah. And then they had tons of activities in the lobby. They had Goofy in the lobby. Um, and it was kind of crazy because pets were allowed. So they had declared the state of emergency right, where you right. could take your pets to the, the hotel room. So there were dogs everywhere um and you know people were like walking the dogs inside of the hotel room or inside of the lobby and i saw some of the resorts even did like pet fashion shows <laughs> with the <laughs> with the dogs so ours didn't do that or i didn't see it if they did but it was kind of crazy to see animals in the hotel because that's <laughs> obviously new yeah. um but they did discount the food so Boma for every meal was fifteen dollars. Oh, so instead my, of like nice. the prison meals that they had done, oh, man. Matthew, um, you know, I think they caught a, they got a lot of criticism for that for the like pre-made lunchable style meals. 
what they did is Mara, um, which is like the marketplace, that was all priced the same. Um, so there was no discounting going on in the marketplace, but Bulma was only $15. So it was actually cheaper for us because our, our son's so young for us to go to the buffet instead of going to Mara. So we went, to, <laughs> we wore out Boma. Like we went there for every single meal. <laughs> and um, so that was pretty great. And the food was awesome. Like it, like it didn't seem like anything was going on. The last day that we were there on Monday, you know, you would ask, hey, can I get a banana? And they hadn't received deliveries of fresh fruit. So like you couldn't get a banana, um, which was fine. It was just, you know, Disney just normally you can kind of ask for what the moon and they'll try to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Where this was like, you could kind of start seeing that they had not received their deliveries as, as scheduled. Um, and, but the bars were hopping. Um, they had plenty of alcohol. Nice. The food was amazing. Hmm. Um, and, and really the resort, they had prepped a few things with some sandbags. So every single door had sandbags sitting outside of the doors. They did, um, tie down the furniture around the pool so that all of that was like uh, plastic wrap tied together to the umbrellas I saw and then they had tied down the garbage <laughs> yeah I saw those pictures I saw That's... some pictures of uh, of Epcot like in uh, the American Adventure Pavilion with all like the hanging lanterns all around Epcot because the person I knew was there and everything was just like saran wrapped it looked like mm-hmm. it looked like Halloween decorations because it was just like shrink wrap over everything to stop it from flying around. It was pretty funny looking, but yeah, <laughs> the garbage cans tie wrapped to all the poles was the, probably the funniest thing I saw. <laughs> yeah, so they did that. So all, the resorts were definitely prepped ahead of time. Um, when we went to Magic Kingdom, so we actually closed down Magic Kingdom the night before. And again, I know like social media was freaking out because everyone's like, "Why aren't you leaving? Why are you going to the park?" What are you doing? But really, it was like, when they say the calm before the storm, it was the oddest thing ever. It was like <laughs> one of the most beautiful Florida days on that Saturday before the storm rolled in. So we ended up, I got up in the morning, we did a 10-mile run, some of the best weather we had. There was Everybody was out running. Everybody was going to the grocery store. It was just like a normal day. Um, and then we ended up heading over to um, the hotel and then heading out to the park. And... Magic Kingdom looked exactly the same. Like, you, I would have never known anything was going on the next day. Like, they didn't have anything tied down. They didn't have sandbags out. The only thing that was different was they made a hurricane announcement at 9 o'clock. So they closed the park early, um, and nobody was there. It was a complete ghost town. Like, uh, mine train was 20 minutes. We walked on and off <laughs> everything. It was probably one of wow. the most outstanding Disney days that we've ever had. And... The cast members were fantastic. The guests were fantastic. Like, everybody was just kind of like, all right, this is our last shot. Like, if we're going to go down, at least we're here at Disney and we all love it. So (laughs) that was kind of um, what we saw from most people. But inside of Magic Kingdom, they didn't make any changes. Like, there wasn't as many carts out. Like, they had kind of wheeled out some of the popcorn carts and stuff. But other than that, it looked... the. The fall decorations were still up. The only difference was the construction walls. So you could actually see behind the construction walls. Um, they had pulled off like the the faux pictures that they put up. Right. So you could see what was behind them. Yeah, and then they were afraid ni- it might pull the fences out. <laughs> yes. So at nine o'clock they made um they made a hurricane announcement. Actually I, I did like a live Twitter feed. So if you go on my page you can see the the last like five minutes when we're walking out. And um, they make the nine o'clock announcement, and right away the the 
the doors to all the shops just start closing immediately at nine. So it wasn't one of those where you can hang out and shop. It was a hard like, close at nine yeah. o'clock. Get out. Get the heck out of my park. Yep. Yep. And, and just for out of respect for everybody, like we took off too. Like we weren't trying to stick around just because we knew other people had to get their, their homes ready to go. Oh, yeah, um, totally. And then as our, as we were heading into the resort, um, Epcot was used as a parking spot to prep all the utility vehicles who'd come down to Florida to help get the power going again. Yeah, so there was also I a video. That. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. It was incredible. So we actually drove past that same area. And I mean, it was hundreds of utility vehicles all just lined up in the parking lot, um, ready to go to get everybody set after the storm, which was so incredible to see. Um, but in general, like once the storm, the storm started rolling in and the curfew kicked in, um, we stayed inside. Sunday was windy. Um, I'm from the Midwest, so it was kind of like lake effect. I don't. It wasn't like that windy. I didn't think just some strong gusts coming in. Um, and so Sunday was really pretty much just hanging out at the hotel. We couldn't go anywhere, so they didn't have any um, any room service. They weren't cleaning our rooms or giving us towels. However, if you went and asked, they would provide you with whatever you needed. They did come in and take our patio furniture off our off our back patio for us, mm. and they put it into the into the the room, and they asked us to leave it there until the storm was over. So outside of that, they just dropped off a daily kit with a, a flashlight for us. So it had coffee, um, some granola bars, and a flashlight. It was pretty standard stuff that they gave us just in case we needed it. And then, other than that, there really wasn't too much communication about the storm. They had tons of activities in the lobby, so they had Goofy come in, there was a dance party, they had face painting set up, we went down to the arcade, all of the arcade games were free, so my my husband and son were having like the best day ever. Absolutely. And, um, <laughs> you know, outside of that, everything was fine. I think the only thing that I really saw that was happening was, I think people were frustrated that they weren't getting room service, we didn't really mind. But a lot of people did start taking their trash and start putting it in the hallway. So, uh -huh. which was kind of annoying because, yeah. you know, if it gets really windy, we're all going to be in the hallway sleeping. So, like, my initial thought was, <laughs> well, if it gets too windy with all of the doors, like, because it's just the glass sliding doors, if they start rattling, I'm going to go sleep in the hallway. So, I'm going to be surrounded by trash if I'm sleeping in the hallway. Yeah. Uh, Huh. So they did come back through and do like a second lap and they gave us these huge, big black plastic trash bags. So we kept our trash in our room. The trash that I did, did see end up in the hallway, they cleaned up. But that was probably the only thing that I saw that I was kind of shocked about. And then every now and then you'd walk into the bathroom and there wouldn't be toilet paper, which is crazy because Disney's customer service is so outstanding that there's always bathroom. Like there's right. the bathrooms yeah, yeah, yeah. are always clean. They always have... <laughs> toilet paper and i went in there one time and an hour later they had corrected it but that never happens at disney so no. you know you could tell that they were definitely they were struggling to keep it going but they did such an amazing job um but in regards to the actual storm so when it hit we went back to our rooms um and my husband and son went to bed really early so they slept through all of it um they probably went to bed at like nine to ten o'clock i was having a tough time falling asleep so I may have started drinking. Nice. That a girl. <laughs> I just have to tell you this story because I'm a total class act. So we had opened an expensive bottle of wine before we left our house. 
and I really didn't want it to go to waste. So I took a Dasani water bottle and sacrificed the water to the gods and poured this like $80 bottle of wine into this Dasani bottle. Nice. So I'm sitting there and I have the shades open. I can, and we're on the safari at Animal Kingdom and the wind is just starting to really pick up. I mean, now it's like getting into scary wind phase and the trees are going crazy. And I'm sitting there with a beer in one hand and a bottle of water, a water bottle filled <laughs> with wine in the other hand, just going after it. Oh no, you're my so, hero. You're my hero right now. <laughs> I ended up falling asleep pretty great by about 1230 at night. Nice. So, <laughs> I'm not scarred for life. I slept through the bulk of the storm. I ended up, we woke up around 6.30 or 7, and by then everything had kind of passed. And, um, I mean, it was, it, at that point, it hadn't um, been as severe as expected coming through Orlando, which was really amazing. Um, there were, So the next day, we, we kind of walked the property without going outside, and you could really see the damage so there was a few trees that went down on the safari there was one tree that fell up against the lodge and um lots of debris there was um sticks and logs and everything down pretty much throughout the entire property and um the pool was closed i couldn't believe how many people kept asking cast members when the pool was going to open i bet you (laughs) um, like there were people wearing their swimsuits on monday like when can we get in the pool so i was kind of shocked to see that they were wanting to turn it around that quickly. But in general, the cast members, I mean, every cast member was willing to do whatever. So the lifeguards are out there picking stuff up. I mean, the janitors, everybody had their normal, like, cast member outfit on, but they were doing any job that was needed of them. So there was no, like, oh, I'm just the lifeguard. I'm not going to help out in this area. Like, they were all over the place. They were helping out with the kids' activities and um, I mean, with cleaning bathrooms, like they were, they were doing whatever was needed. So that was really incredible. Um, but overall, I mean, I think the, the parks fared pretty well, luckily with, um, as much wind that as we got. And, um, we did leave and come home on Monday. We didn't have power when we got home, but our house was fine. So we had a, a big tree go down in our backyard. It actually fell into the pond behind our house, but, our house is fine. We got a little bit of water damage through a window, but other than that, we were good to go. So we were pretty happy with the with the Hurricane Irma. So it wasn't nearly as terrible as what we thought it was going to be. Good. But good. Cool. Any other questions? I'm trying to think of um, anything else that really happened. I mean, overall, everything was really incredible, and we had. I mean, this was one of those moments that. You know, we went to Disney because we knew we were going to be safe and Disney was not going to do anything to put us at risk. And if you're going to have to stay in Orlando, because we weren't told to evacuate. So we stayed here. So we didn't jam up the roads for people who were trying mm-hmm. to get out. And, you know, they they actually told us in Orlando, do not leave. We've told you not to evacuate. Right, um, right. So we felt that was the safest place for us. Um so we weren't out there like gallivanting, like Disney, come give us the best experience of our lives. But we really had a, a very, very good experience. So um, I'm grateful for that. Were all yeah. of the resorts open or did they close some of them? Just Fort Wilderness. Um, so the campground, the RV and campground area, they did close that and evacuated everybody out of there, from my yeah. understanding. That and was, the tree houses. And the tree house, yeah. And the Fort Wilderness was closed for close to a week before they got that cleaned up. There was, there was, you know, 
the the actual campground area. It just opened back up this week. Actually. Yes, yes, it did. So, yeah, but other than that, I mean, pretty much everything you you just told us, Crystal, was stuff that I had heard and other people I had known who had done the same thing as you or. Uh, through social media stuff who live in Orlando as well or in the, some of the surrounding uh, neighborhoods pretty much had said the same thing. Um, I had another friend who lived down in South Florida, two friends, one in Miami and one in Homestead, which is pretty much the last town on the mainland before you hit the bridge to the Keys. And they got whacked down there pretty good. I mean, everybody knows. I don't have to rehash the whole thing. But he, he was out of power for close for a week about uh, down where he was in Miami, you know, with all the flooding and stuff like that. And then the keys, you know, as we said, unfortunately, and being that I was just there about a month ago, it was even, you know, harder to see all that stuff. Just, I was just there and just seeing all the damage and stuff that's gotten done throughout there. So. Yeah. It's pretty surreal when you like walk away from your house and you're like, all right, well, I mean, I hope it's there when I get back. Yeah. I I could, I could only imagine. And then we were rolling into Animal Kingdom Lodge, and we brought so much stuff with us because we knew eventually we were going to have to leave. We just didn't know what kind of condition our house was in. So we had, like, a camping stove with propane that we're carrying into Animal Kingdom Lodge. (laughs) And, like, we had, like, a cooler full of beer and water. And, I mean, we had just washed every item of clothing that we owned had been washed. So we had, like, tons of clothes with us. I mean... I felt like we were crazy, and then I would see the next car pull up, and they would do the same. They they had done the same exact thing, so you know it wasn't enough just to buy the supplies because if they're in your house and something happens to the house, then you don't have access to them. So we had to have everything with us. So we had tarps and headlamps and batteries and lanterns as we're walking into Animal Kingdom Lodge. It was it was crazy. I can imagine. I can imagine. That's full. Hey, listen. Clearly, you watched that uh, Doomsday Prepper show, so you're well prepared for any of this stuff to have. I mean, if there were a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> we could have made it out. And we had, I think somebody was like, was I think it was Mel who was making fun of us that we had uh, pre cooked bacon <laughs> in like a package. <laughs> like, is that pre cooked bacon? bacon? Oh my goodness! That's going a little too far. That's <laughs> okay. They we were prepared. We were gonna, I have much respect. We thought oh, we were going to be in our room at least for like 24 hours. So if you right. were like at Pop Century, I'm assuming they put you in your room and you had to stay in there. Oh, yeah. So right. we Those... didn't know if we were going to be on lockdown. So we had like ready-made meals. That's why we brought the cooking, the camping stove. So we were going to be yeah. like <laughs> trying to cook up like some boil some water and make mac and cheese and stuff. Hey. I, I mean, yeah, if you were in any of those other resorts that don't have, that's not a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Not a DVC resort. Yeah, but not even, <laughs> yeah, but if you were in the at the Polynesian, you still have to, there's no rooms in the Great Ceremonial House, so you're still not, right. wh- you're still not where the food court is. The Animal Kingdom Lodge is kind of, oh, that's true. it's kind of special that way. So it could you be can, a contemporary, the contemporary, the right, what really is the, and the only other one. Uh, even the Grand, right. even the Grand Floridian doesn't have rooms in the main area, the main uh, central lobby and stuff. Yeah, but those oh, also- we were strategic. We thought it through because then we were worried about our cars. <laughs> very too. smart. Yeah, well, no, you're. I mean, you're 100 percent right. That's. I mean, that's why I love that resort. And Milford and I will be there in a few days. So. Yeah. Um, so when we move back to Florida, they even left out the herd animals. So throughout, I was going to ask about it, that. 
Yeah, I was shocked about that. Put all the exotic animals away. So, like, when we got there, like, all the giraffes were gone. And then we saw some zebras up until about Saturday night. And then they kind of were gone. But, like, the antelope, the little gazelle antelope guys, Uh all of those herd animals, they were outside. So the next day, like, we opened the blinds and all of these trees are knocked over. And, like, the gazelles are just hanging out. Like they're all they're all like seated, crazy. but they didn't they didn't take them in, which I'm sure they they know. But um, it was quite interesting to see how the different parks handled it with all the animals. I saw like Bush Gardens were putting flamingos in bathrooms, so <laughs> whatever they could do yeah. to keep the animals <laughs> safe. But it was just crazy that they were fine. I guess they they managed otherwise and. It's just, I don't know, I just thought Disney would have put every animal up. Well, somebody was telling me, maybe it was my buddy who lives down in Homestead, that the day, a few days before, like, the outer band started to come near Florida, like, all the, all the birds and and stuff that are normally around had gone. Like, he noticed that they were, uh had started to fly wherever they went either I guess north or whatever so it's almost like and even in the Keys somebody had said the same thing like all the animals that could could go somewhere on their own kind of just went when the weather like maybe they feel the humidity or the pressure changing no they they knew like so, so like the, the snakes were going crazy on the safari at the Animal Kingdom Lodge they kept saying the snakes were everywhere like trying to get inside oh, the hotel really? wow um, they were really active and then, like, our friends have a dog, and their dog just got sick for, like, three days straight um, and, like, just couldn't calm itself down. But I know I threw um, sandbags behind the house here, and I just threw them down, and an hour later came back and picked them up. Within that hour, it was three sandbags high. We had three lizards, a frog, and a spider about larger than a quarter all had gone underneath there. Wow. And, like, set up shop to hang out mm. for the storm underneath the sandbags. So they were all trying to find a good home to, to ride out the storm. But, yeah, I mean, they definitely know, which is crazy. Because hmm. we didn't know until, like, month, until Labor Day. <laughs> like, right. And then it was, it was on the east side, then it was on the west side, then it came right down the middle. So it was, um, it was terrifying, to be honest. But... Anyways, any other questions about about the storm? You can drink wine out of a water bottle, just in case you're wondering. Oh, absolutely. No funnel required to pour it in there either. Nope, not at all. Water bottles, Snapple bottles, it all, it works with everything. <laughs> so I've heard, you know, I've, you know, my friends have told me these things. I, I don't know anything about that stuff, but exactly but I, I again i have to say thank you to the, to the disney cast members for all of them being out there and taking the time and you know instead of being at their homes they were there to, to help us and i mean the kindness that they showed and everybody just had the best attitude i just couldn't believe it that we if anything we got better service than we had ever gotten before <laughs> nice um, oh that's glad to hear I have to say the reservation people online at the Disney Travel Agent line have been, were very helpful through all that, too, because they, I mean, they were bending over backwards for people. Oh, you're on your way down here? No, turn around. <laughs> we'll refund your trip. You know, don't, don't, don't get in a situation where you're going to injure your family or anything like that. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Good. All right. Well, I mean... 
we sh- you know should expect nothing less from from Disney anyway. But in situations like that, where like Crystal said, where people were basically on you know worked for four or five days straight, you know probably twenty four hours, um, you know with with minimal contact with from wherever they were or wherever they live uh, was pretty awesome. And for everybody to keep that positive attitude for the guests and everything is. I know that's what they're supposed to do, but it's. I, I gotta imagine it's hard to do, and you know, especially when you're running on low sleep, supplies are low, and things of that nature. So, I, I was glad to hear all the way around through it on social media of pretty much everything Crystal just had had told us. Um, so I, I'm glad that she had the same experience as well, and that's kind of how it went all along. Um, so cool. Um, so I think now. We're going to make a perfect segue over to Miss Jessica, who, who, while there was hurricanes... Seamless. Seamless. So while, while we were dealing with crappy weather in the southeastern part of the United States, Jessica decided to get out of California, just in case something happened over there, and it started sinking, <laughs> and get on a plane to, uh, to Germany and head on over to Oktoberfest with her family and... And it was and just ticky tacky ticky tacky for however long she was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. And I have to say that uh, if you ever thought, oh, maybe I should add Oktoberfest to my bucket list, you absolutely should. I'm I'm not much of a drinker, so I was really nervous about going. But honestly, it's so fun, even if you don't drink. Um, and. I didn't know this, but the Oktoberfest exterior, everybody knows about the tents where you drink and you dance and there's the German band. Um, But outside of the tents is a giant carnival. Um, And when we got there and we started walking around and looking at all the rides, my brother turned to me and he said, if Germany ever opens a Disney park, we are not going. Because (laughs) let me tell you, it did not look fun. These rides... There was one that was like the generic park swings in Disneyland. They have the silly swings that just kind of go in a big circle. Yep. They must have been 20 stories in the air. Oh, my. Oh, my God. I just, I thought, watching it, I felt like I was going to pass out. And then they had this other ride that was clearly mimicking the Tower of Terror. It was one of those drop rides. But when they get you to the top... They would hold you there for like five minutes and the woman operating it would taunt them and sing at them, telling them how awful it was going to be before they dropped (laughs) and then would finally drop them. And then their Ferris wheel, while you were going up, would flip you upside down and just hold you there for a while. Oh, hell no. (laughs) My gosh. And I was just going, this doesn't look fun. So yeah, the Germans take their amusement parks way too seriously and I was I didn't go on anything because I was way too scared wow but in the tent they actually the German band played the Pirates of the Caribbean theme nice and I was so excited but nobody nobody around me cared and I was like where is RJ he was so into this I was there in spirit (laughs) yeah it was it was pretty cool so they they don't just play German music they played YMCA they played New York New York they played some really random songs but (laughs) anyway if you ever get the chance to go to Oktoberfest do it because it was just it was really cool to see they they have if you've ever been to the beer garden in Epcot it's the same thing where they've got the long tables and everybody sits with people they don't know and it's just really social and fun 
and it's just a really cool experience. Um, and then I went to Austria and we did a tour that took us to a bunch of filming locations for The Sound of Music. Oh. Um, it was so cool to see where they filmed some of these famous scenes and different parts of the house that you saw were different buildings and we got to see all of those. Um, and we actually got to see the gazebo from the famous 16 going on 17 scene, but it's locked and you can't go in. And I asked the guy why, and he said, apparently a couple of years ago, a 95 year old Chinese woman tried to jump from one bench to another, broke her hip and then sued the city of Salzburg. So now (laughs) you can't go in there and reenact the scene, but it's, it was still pretty cool. And like we, we got to see the church where they get married in. And if you remember in the movie, Maria's walk down the aisle takes like 20 minutes. It's just this endless, I think it was maybe 20 feet long. They must have just kept cutting to the same <laughs> three steps over and over. And everybody else in the tour is in awe, like, oh my God. And I was just laughing. Like, I couldn't believe how small it was. <laughs> Uh, but no but it was it was a really fun trip and it was um definitely i'd never been to austria before so i didn't know what to expect but one thing that was really cool was we took the train from munich to salzburg which means we went through the bavarian villages Mm -hmm. and um disneyland's fantasyland is inspired by bavarian architecture so it was really cool to see all of these tiny villages and kind of see where they drew their inspiration from and i could definitely see architectural details like the flower boxes and the the roof styles um that i recognized from Fantasyland. so even though it wasn't a disney trip there were definitely a few things that reminded me of disney along the way so oh, i could imagine well isn't snow white basically a german or an austrian fairy tale yeah and rapunzel too and rapunzel as well right right so mm-hmm. Yeah, they actually sold, um, so lederhosen is what the men wear, and then what the women wear is called a dirndl, and they had tons of dirndls that were clearly, like, for little kids that were clearly modeled after Rapunzel's. They were the same oh, exact really? ties. It was pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Now, is is your family uh, German heritage? Is that what sparked going there, or was it just something you guys wanted to do? Yeah, it was mostly something we wanted to do. We do have some German ancestry. My grandfather's family is from Baden-Baden, which isn't in Bavaria, but it's in southern Germany. So I would say it was more just we wanted to go, but there was a little bit. And we definitely passed as Germans because everybody would speak to me in German, and I was super proud that I passed the test. Nice. Can you speak German? No. No? (laughs) No. I can say uh, Sprechen Sie English, but that's about it. (laughs) that's funny (laughs) yeah but it was fun okay good good all right and uh i guess just before we wrap up i know uh adrian and her family had just gone away for a for another weekend trip down to the parks and had gone to the halloween party and as we were chatting before we started recording she was kind of saying how uh how manageable the uh the park was that night and uh and then also had said the fact that her children didn't want to go on any of the attractions which none of them last year when we went it's hilarious last year we went we got on my son's favorite ride is barnstormer and i mean like six times in a row don't even make you get off kind of thing (laughs) and this year he was just like 
wear the candy stripe things because that's all I care about. Um, the only thing that we didn't get to do that we wanted to do is um, they chose Moana as our family theme this year for costumes. And so Melanie really wanted to meet um, Moana, but the line was insane. It was absolutely insane. By the time we got back there, it was at least two hours. Which oh I did not expect because that's like a seven dwarves, you know, Jack and right. Sally. Yeah, yeah. But um, so she... we just kind of noped out on that one and got <laughs> candy. <laughs> you know, she's the new kid on the block, so that's why. Yeah, but Probably. I did have a friend of mine who just went down last week, and they got in line at six twenty-five for Moana. She came out at six thirty, and they waited like fifteen minutes, maybe. Oh wow. Wow. Good timing. Maybe it was just good timing. And I think she went on, I think it was a Tuesday party, which I hear traditionally is one of the lower attended nights. I'd imagine, yeah. 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 Ours was a Sunday, and I expected it to not be that busy. But it was busier than the year before. So, um, But then I assumed a lot of people who, because we had had to move our trip back because of the hurricane. We had planned to go the weekend before. And um, I assume a lot of people probably transferred their tickets from the weekend before to the following weekend. Right. So probably explain for a little bit of it. So was that uh, fairly seamless in in doing that? Because Yeah. The the changing of the ticket process was not terrible. Um, All in all, again, I'm going to echo Crystal and say that the Disney customer service as we all know is just way above par and they took care of us but actually getting through to Disney was very difficult um I had called we decided I want to say Tuesday before we were supposed to leave on Friday to go ahead and cancel and move the trip and I was on hold for probably an hour and a half wow um just to get some stuff changed because I couldn't I couldn't do I couldn't do the party tickets online, so I had to call and do that. Right. My husband had to call and change one of our dining reservations because we couldn't do it online. And but I, everything else I did um, did online because the it was just like <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it was a lot, and then there were you know outages online, and it took a while too. But um, you know everything got worked out, and again. Again, like you said, Crystal, there are a lot of people who have it a lot worse than me <laughs> having to, oh my gosh, change my vacation plans by a week. So, right, right, right. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But <laughs> yeah, so no complaining whatsoever. But, nope. um, but yeah, it was a pain. <laughs> <laughs> no complaining, but I'm going to complain. No about complaining, it. but we're going to complain anyway. No, 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 I got you though. <laughs> <laughs> but we did, I will say this. Um, I, when we were talking pre-show, I said we didn't really do anything that we hadn't done before. Um, but we did stay at a new resort. Um, we'd never stayed at Port Orleans French Quarter before. And we were very, very pleased with it. Um, beautiful grounds. Food was good. We had a river view room, which was really nice. Very peaceful and quiet out back. And we rode the boat to Disney Springs, which we'd never done. So, um which we did go by the tree houses at Fort Wilderness to do that. Right. But it right. looked fine by the weekend after. Yeah. 
so but so that was a new experience that was fun did you go see Yeehaw Bob while you were there? We did not. We didn't make it over uh, the Um, You know, that's <laughs> the thing about these quick little three-day trips. It's just yeah. so hard to fit it all in. And um, I don't know. And plus, we spent an entire evening dropping the kids off at the kids' club and hanging out at Animal Kingdom for several hours. <laughs> so. Well, it's like next weekend. There's so many things I want to do, but we have so many things on the agenda. I never even made it to food. I'm not even not going to make it to things. Yeah. I was very disappointed we didn't even make it around to eat anything in the World Showcase. And <laughs> well, that's a bummer. Well, yeah. we were going to, but well. we had a meltdown with my kids with Flight Uh-oh. of Passage. So we decided we were going back to Epcot that night when we dropped the kids off, but we had this rider swap for Flight of Passage. So we hit Animal Kingdom instead and ended up spending like two hours at the Nomad Lounge just hanging out and talking to people. And suddenly we look down and it's eight o'clock and we're like, well, crap. <laughs> we had more plans than this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but that's good too. Yep. Well, you let you let us know what you wanted to try, and Milford and I will take care of it. I want oh yeah, most fries. definitely. <laughs> I don't remember what booth they're in, but I want the hummus fries. You have to tell me if they're good. Oh no, those no, are ter- those the ones are from sh- Morocco. They're terrible. I've are I they? had those. No, I'm really? yeah. I tried them when my wife and I went last September, and I was hyped on them too because I'd heard they were really good. I didn't care for them; they were ridiculously dry. And I went in it with an open mind because I don't mind hummus, like with vegetables or chips or whatever. These were just, they were very dry. They were very bland, no flavor. So it didn't, they didn't do anything for me. I ended up throwing it out. Like okay, after, well, I don't feel like After bad. eating one. So, you know, could have just been me, but it didn't, uh, all the people and things that I heard about how good they were, I, I, it didn't resonate with me. So. Well, no, I'm not sad. I'm glad because I missed it. But. Yeah. Now you can, you can save $8 next time. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> Move on to something else. All right. Well, very good. So I think uh, we're going to wrap this week's episode up with that. We thank everybody for listening, and we'll talk to everybody next time. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com, where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at the Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at the Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.